It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Rudeness, crudeness, thoughtlessness, hostility, uncivilized behavior is everywhere. We all recognize how much happier we'd be if the prevailing culture were a civil one. Sometimes in order to move forward, we need to take a long look back. And my guest today wrote a book called Civility, George Washington's 110 Rules for Today. Stephen Michael Selzer is joining me today to talk about this book with the 110 rules that George Washington actually wrote when he was 14 years old. Welcome to Amy's Table, Stephen. Thank you very much, Amy. So, first of all, George clearly wasn't wasting time with PlayStation or things like that. He had more important things on his mind at that tender age of 14. That's certainly correct. (laughs) (laughs) So, how did you become interested in both civility and George Washington's rules? How did you come to write the book? Well... I have been very concerned about the conduct that I see out there. Mm -hmm. As you stated, the lack of civility in America is a major problem, in my view. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just so happens that uh, I came upon uh, a document called 110 Rules of Civility and Decent Behavior. And at the bottom of the document, it was signed by George Washington. (laughs) Now, he's a hero of mine. It just so happened that I went to George Washington University undergrad, Uh George Washington University Law School as well. Anyway, I looked at these rules, and I thought they were relevant to today. For instance, his first rule is respect. George Washington, I believe, started with the cornerstone of civility, respect for others and self-respect. Because I think without that, what do you have? Mm -hmm. His last rule, Rule 110, I won't take you through all the rules because I know we have limited time. But his last rule, Rule 110, is about conscience. In other words, doing the right thing, not the convenient thing, not the thing that's going to benefit you the most, but the right thing. Now, George Washington was a very moral person. He found uh, that uh, these rules were so important to him that he kept them on his person his whole life. Wow. So, um, In any event, I think they're very instructive, and uh, that is why I wrote the book. Well, I'll tell you what, they are instructive. I feel like this would be a great book for a kid at a certain age, not too young. I'm not sure what age I would suggest, but I mean a a young adult, but also as a reminder, a little uh, motivator for for fully grown adults, uh, you know, to review. I have to laugh. Some of them do sound like a 14-year-old. Rule number two is when in company, put not your hands to any part of the body, not usually discovered. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, uh, <laughs> apparently that was and is a problem. <laughs> oh, but I love that so much. And and then listen to this one. Rule number four, in the presence of others, sing not to yourself with a humming noise, nor drum your fingers or feet. <laughs> it's like, don't be fidgety. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that certainly would apply to a young adult. Definitely uh, would. Yes. But I mean, they are manners. And, you know, my mom used to always say to me that manners were for the benefit of the people around us. You know, grooming was for the people around us, not for ourselves. And I feel like he really got that at that age. And it's it's remarkable to me. Do you think this sort of set his foundation for greatness that he became the father of our country and... Oh, I clearly do. First of all, I agree with your mother. Uh, However, civility goes well beyond manners. Right. As the book uh, shows, as his rules show. And I think the fact that uh, he uh, lived by these rules did guide his life uh, in that he sacrificed for his country and Uh, I think there's one of the rules that talks about sacrifice. There's also a letter by George Washington in the rules that speaks to the fact that we should, in keeping our promises and our commitments, be willing to sacrifice. Yes, sacrifice isn't something a lot of us... um brush up against in the same way anymore, is it? It is not. An example of his sacrifice was the fact that for eight years, while he was general, he only spent three days at his home in Mount Vernon, Virginia. That's sacrifice. Wow, yeah. Was he on the battlefields and all of that in, in that entire time? Oh, yes. As a general, he had great respect from his troops. He used to come up to the front line, which no other general did. And the fact is he showed his bravery, which was motivational for his troops. And definitely showing the sacrifice. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he lived his life to help others, and uh, there was no doubt, I think, when the Founding Fathers got to be- get together to put our country together, he was the unanimous choice for President of the United States, which he accepted with reluctance because he was modest and felt that maybe he was not up to the job, but he did it for his country. And that patriotism is a beautiful thing. So when you said, you know, civility is different than manners, and I I definitely understand that, how would you, how would you define civility? And how did George Washington define civility? And are they the same definition? Well, I think that civility includes manners, as many of the rules indicate. But It goes beyond in the sense that it includes, as I said, sacrifice, Mm -hmm. keeping your promise and your commitments, and not over-committing, which many people do, 
and then they let down others by doing that. And I think civility is about conduct where people treat each other with respect, courtesy, empathy, and consideration in all aspects of their lives. Well, you know, it's funny. I I think that 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 remains true. And as we were saying earlier, more necessary than ever. But it also all comes back to that golden rule. (laughs) And it certainly does. (laughs) Yeah, it's like there's wisdom that we keep getting past that is just so clear. And it's so funny that, you know, we often don't follow this well-known, you know, oldest time wisdom. But there's stuff that sticks around macaroni and cheese it's been around forever (laughs) the golden rule been around forever why because they're wonderful and add value to our lives you know i think that there is so much more to learn about george washington beyond civility george washington's rules for today written by my guest today stephen michael selzer but also you've written other books on george one thing that i found to be fascinating was when i was in dc recently i was at the national portrait gallery And seeing his presidential portrait was really impactful to me. I think that young and old would like to see it. And seeing it in its different stages of completion was really impressive to me. Um, But if people want to learn more and are inspired by George Washington, first of all, where can they find more information on you and your other books on Ah, George? Well, here is my website. It is Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, Selzer, S-E-L-Z-E-R, books.com. Fantastic. And you've got your other books listed there. That's correct. Terrific. Well, Stephen, what a great book and a truly a great gift for others. Think about it for the holidays, for graduations, all kinds of reasons uh, to, to give this book to others and to read it yourself. Civility, George Washington's 110 Rules for Today, written by my guest, Stephen Michael Selzer. Stephen, thank you for joining me on Amy's Table. You've been quite civil. (laughs) Thank you, Amy, and you as well. And I appreciate the fact that you appreciate the rules and the commentary so much. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.